Ben Shapiro is the most popular rapper in the world right now, apparently, together with some guy named Tom McDonald. Here's my reaction to their video, Facts. All right, folks, welcome back to the Pro-Life Guys podcast, a show dedicated to equipping you with the tools that you need to have compassionate and compelling conversations about abortion so that together we can change minds, save lives, and transform our culture. My name is Cam. I am the host of the show. Apologies to all of our regulars. Here I have been beating the drum that every Tuesday you're getting apologetics content and I throw you for a loop already. Um, the reason why this is coming out on a Tuesday rather than a pure apologetics episode is because this will form the foundation for an apologetics episode that will come out in two days on the Thursday. Um, I figured that rather than doing it backwards, um, I, I would just get this um, video, this reaction video to Ben Shapiro and Tom McDonald's song Facts to um, get this as our, our starting point in the conversation about what do you do talking to pro-lifers, especially pro-lifers that might not have a ton of experience talking to non-pro-lifers. And so uh, I'm sure many of you have probably heard the song Facts by Tom McDonald and Ben Shapiro. I must admit, I got out of my rap phase quite a while ago. I, I spent way too many hours listening to rap songs when I was in university um, and in high school. And I would say good riddance to my rap phase in life. However, this song has absolutely taken off, um, partly, obviously, because Ben Shapiro is featured in the song. And I'm sure many people were as surprised as I was um, that Ben was in the song. Um, some of you might be familiar with Tom McDonald. I must admit, I wasn't super familiar with Tom McDonald before I heard the song. But I had a lot of people reach out and be like, hey, what do you think of the new Ben Shapiro song? Um, especially because it has hit number one, I believe now on the American and global uh, billboard charts. It's the number one downloaded song. It's got like millions, millions of views on YouTube. And, and so I figured I'd, I'd do a bit of a reaction to the video from the lens of pro-life apologetics. And I, I get it. Bench Piro is great. I, I, here I am, I'm wearing my, um, defeat wokeism shirt that I got from the Bench Piro event that Wilberforce Project hosted in Calgary, um, before Christmas, don't get me wrong. Ben Shapiro is cathartic. I love me some Ben Shapiro occasionally, especially on days when I'm frustrated at um, the culture war that I've been a part of. I get it. Um, but we're going to break down this video from an apologetic standpoint, from a how should this be viewed as people who are trying to change hearts and minds on the abortion issue. But right before we dive into the video, just a funny anecdote. Um, we're going to pull up the video in just a quick sec here, and we're going to meet Tom McDonald probably for the first time for many people, um, especially this is going to be a lot more convenient if you're watching on YouTube. And so shout out to our YouTube channel. I uh, will drop that in the show notes below. If you're generally an audio only consumer with your favorite podcatcher, this might be an episode worth checking out on YouTube. Um, First time I saw Tom McDonald, I, I must admit, I laughed. Um, I get that you can't judge a book by its cover. I get that I should not be as judgmental as I am. But literally the first thing that I went that went through my mind when I saw him, because I was a little bit familiar with his music and the messages that he's conveying, is the shock that many conservative um, older people, housewives and retirees and whatnot who are tired of being tread upon and stomped upon and they're going to rally around this Tom McDonald guy 
And then they're going to see a picture of him with like face tattoos and crazy braids in his hair and be like, oh, yeah, uh, that, that that's the man that I want babysitting my children or my grandchildren. Um, I, I, I don't want to draw too many comparisons between him and Kanye West or, or other people that have enamored the conservative worldview um, in, in past years. But I, I remember all of the outcry, the number of like high school, I went to a Catholic high school. Um, and the number of times Jesus Walks by Kanye West got played at our dances because we thought that he was a, a wonderful, wonderful Christian man. And and this isn't to say whether or not he's a good man or not. I don't know Kanye West from a hole in the wall, ultimately. But I know that a lot of people rallied around him when he was a big supporter of Trump. And a lot of those people are wondering about some of the statements they put on social media about Kanye West then. Um, and I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing some of the reactions that people have when they see Tom McDonald and listen to the song and they want to support the song because in a lot of ways, this is a song that is trying to buck the trend of very, very sexualized lyrics and whatnot, um, constantly being pumped as the most popular and best songs in our culture. And so I appreciate the fact that he is trying to take a different approach. However, um, I, I will chuckle as people try to stomach not only his music, but also um, the persona that he cultivates and and that. But with that said, we're going to dive into and we're going to break down the video um, here. We're going to stop it at a few points so that I can chat. But uh, and Maddie Halleck, big, sh big shout out to Maddie Halleck, um, the man who makes me um, sound and look as good as I do. Um, Please know that if you're disappointed by how I sound or look, it is not for lack of trying on Maddie's end. Um, you should listen to me live and you'll be far less um, impressed because Maddie does a wonderful job. He's going to help me out with this. And so we're going to pull up the video and launch into it right here. They call me offensive, controversial. It's only genders, boys and girls. They can't cancel my message because I'm the biggest independent rapper in the whole freaking world. Claim that I'm racist, yeah, all right. I'm not ashamed because I'm white. If every Caucasian's a bigot, I guess every Muslim's a terrorist. Every liberal is right. I don't want to talk to folks who don't get it. Go woke, go broke, no hope is pathetic. Pro-choice pronouns, pro-love, you're progressive. But you ain't pro-gun, no one to protect it. Where the American flags at? Remember when people would hang those. They've been taken down, they've all been replaced with BLM blades or a rainbow. This ain't rap, this ain't money, cars and clothes. We ain't selling drugs, we ain't gonna overdose. We ain't pushing guns, ain't promoting stripper poles. All right, we're going to pause that there. We're going to dive into the Ben Shapiro verse in just a moment here. Okay, so first verse, the pre-chorus, the chorus with Ben Shapiro, uh, with, with Tom McDonald. For those of you who haven't been familiar with Tom McDonald, he, he does a lot of verses like this. And, and I got to admit, like, I, I appreciate how there's no crazy profanity. I appreciate how we're not super sexualizing lyrics. And I appreciate how um, this is something that while I might not be pushing this on my four-year-old daughter um, to listen as her anthem, I, I could appreciate parents being like, oh, that's that's a song that I, I wouldn't be too opposed to my, I don't know, teenage kids or whatever listening to. There's no, no crazy profanity, like I said, that kind of thing. But there is something like, I, I, I feel bad saying it because this... The, pro-lifers and conservative people and Christians get so few wins. And, and I want to be like, you know, I just listen to this song on loop over and over and over and over again. Um, but I can't help but thinking about words of Peter Crave, a philosopher who works at Princeton University. 
And and I, I don't want to say that I don't want to overreact on this. He he often talks about how sow a thought, reap an action. So an action, reap a habit, reap a habit. Uh, so a habit, reap a de- destiny. I'm not going to say that you listen to this song one time and you just start screaming your face off at people and you're you're wearing Confederate flags as your T-shirts and pants and things like that. But like, I, I do think that it's worth drawing a little bit of attention to the fact that like, while we can get behind a lot of what's being said here and like, it is a very valid worldview to believe that pro-choice is not an appropriate solution to challenging pregnancies, that there are two genders, that there's a lot of stuff going awry in America and around the world. The culture world, uh, culture war is real. Um, there's a few lines that like, I just want to nitpick on. I'm sorry, Tom McDonald, you're, I appreciate what you're getting at. I appreciate the catharsis that you're offering to a ton of people. Um, the fact that, okay, the, the chorus, I don't care if I offend you. I was put here to upset you. Um, maybe, maybe he was. Um, I, I don't want to necessarily um, speak into Tom McDonald's mission here on earth. I know that my, my mission is not to try to offend people. I'm not here to try to get them upset. My goal is to try to win people for the pro-life worldview. My goal is to try to win people for Christ. And like I talked about a few weeks ago, that, that there is a time and a place to push people more, to challenge them more um, forcefully, I, I think it's fair to say. But you have to build rapport. That, that um, Stephanie Gray Connors, a wonderful pro-life advocate, and, and in a lot of ways, my my mentor, and, and she helped me so much as I was getting involved. She spoke so often about why are people getting offended? Are they offended because of the substance of your message, or are they offended because of the delivery of your message? That there's a lot of things that are true in our world. There's a lot of things. There are a lot of people who have uh, make bad decisions. There's a lot of people, and and I'm just going to use this as an example. Um, and and it's not where I'm at. And I get that there's sensitivity around this by way of analogy. There are a lot of people who are an unhealthy level of being overweight. There are people who have bad diets and bad exercise regimes. And it might be a fact that they have a bad diet and a bad exercise regime. But I can't help but think about the comedian, Brian Regan. Brian Regan is a, a very funny comedian, especially his earlier stuff. And he, he had this big sketch about how he walked into the doctor's office and how immediately the doctor just started like, oh, well, you're overweight and you need to stop doing this. And you got these ugly moles on your back. And, and Brian Regan is like, oh, okay, well... Here I am, just a big fat mole man walking in and out of your office and how some degree of delicacy, some degree of rapport might have been necessary for that doctor to convey like, oh, maybe we can improve your your eating habits or your exercise habits and maybe we should be cognizant of these moles on your back and whatever. Like, like there are facts and there is a way to deliver true information that's going to change hearts and minds and and ultimately what is our goal? What is our goal in sharing facts? Is it just to communicate the fact that we know the facts. So like, is the reason why we are sharing facts just to demonstrate our own intelligence or um, academic superiority or moral superiority? Or do we share facts because we want other people to accept, embrace them, and allow those facts to change their lifestyle and change what they're doing, what they're saying, how they're living? And if it's more the latter than the former, we have to be careful about how we convey the facts, not compromising the facts. And at the end of the day, truth without compassion might be ineffective, but compassion without truth is not love. You're not loving somebody by withholding the facts from them and only showering them with compassion. But on the flip side as well, facts without compassion are generally very ineffective. And so 
let's keep in mind Stephanie Gray and and be cognizant of why are our facts, why is our worldview being rejected? Why is it being deemed offensive? Is it because of the substance or is it because of the delivery? Okay, so that's the first one. I'll talk a little bit about Ben Shapiro. We'll, we'll play the Ben Shapiro verse here because I think it's hilarious. Let's watch it um, and discuss after. Man who don't respect. Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like Lizzo. My pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a whap. Dog, it's a yarmulke. Homie, no cap. Look at the graphs. Look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You go into prison. I'm on television. Dog, no one knows who you are. Keep hating on me on the internet. My comment section all woke Karen's. And I make racks off compound interest. Y'all live with your parents. Nikki, take some notes. I just did this for fun. All my people, download this. Let's get a billboard number one. This ain't right. So <laughs> I love it. I I mean, I, I think it's hilarious, especially that last line. Nikki takes the most for anyone who doesn't know. He's talking about Nicki Minaj, um, who has had a number of very high level um, billboard success and whatnot. Her, her music is often very, very sexualized, very raunchy, very inappropriate for all audiences, in my humble opinion. However, um, especially for young audiences. And the fact that Ben is just like, you know what? I'm just doing this for fun and download my music let's get a billboard number one. I, I think it's hilarious that, that this is just like a spinoff side project for Ben Shapiro. I think that's great. Um, and I think it's hilarious that all the commentary on like, oh, Ben Shapiro had to talk quieter so that he could rap uh, or talk slower so that he could rap and how he's just like participating, just like dancing along on the side. I think about some of my friends and colleagues who don't dance. Not not that I'm a good dancer, but I, I am very comfortable dancing um, and how the, the like... Um, the the shuffle that goes on along the sides of weddings and other events and whatnot um, is wonderful. I, I appreciate Ben for doing this. I, I think it's great. I'm not going to dump on Ben. I'm not trying to dump on Tom McDonald either. I just think that it's important to um, have that in mind that, you know what, we can have a little bit of fun. We can have some smiles and catharsis on our back end, but let's make sure that we're still approaching the the culture with the same attitude i'm going to play the pre-course and course one last time here before we end the the video uh but let, let's watch listen to the course one last time here this ain't money cars and clothes we ain't selling drugs we ain't gonna overdose we ain't pushing guns ain't promoting stripper poles we won't turn your sons into thugs or your daughters into hoes i don't care if i offend you i was put here to upset you All right, we'll we'll pause it there. I, I if you want to check out the rest of the song, I'll drop the song in the show notes below. Again, I can't emphasize enough the fact that as apologists, as people that are trying to win people for um, preborn children, trying to do this for the sake of preborn children and their families, the idea that I we should care if we're offending people and how we're offending people and why we're offending people, please don't embrace the idea that you are put here to offend people and make them upset. You're not, you're, you're here to win people for Christ. You're here um, to preach the gospel in love. You are here. And, and like, I don't get too soft and, and um, whatever on that, that again, you need to, to not compromise the truth. We, we need to embrace the truth and convey it with compassion. And last of all, um, or, or two last things. The what would Ben do? 
let's I, I i'm sure this is said jokingly i don't want to read too much into this obviously a lot of us probably had little like friendship bracelets or whatever when we were kids and and the line what would jesus do is very valuable let's not deify ben shapiro he's a great guy um i'm gonna see if maddie can actually input at the end a little endorsement from ben shapiro that he gave on the show when i met him in november see if we can sneak that video in because ben shapiro um, shook my hand and gave a quick endorsement for the pro-life guy show which is kind of cool um Ben says and does a lot of good things, but he's not perfect. Um, he's not Jesus. Therefore, um, sure, we can think about, like, if, if we're trying to think about how we could respond on something, sure, you can go to the Daily Wire, the Ben Shapiro Show, that kind of thing. Um, but at the end of the day, please go to your Bible. Please go to what Jesus would do or what Jesus said in different ways. Um, and lastly, if you want my pronouns, I'm the man. I'm the man who don't respect you. Um this is obviously problematic as well. Please respect the people that you're talking to. Treat them with dignity. Treat them with respect, regardless of whether you think they deserve it or not. Um, that if we're going to say that preborn children have value, regardless of what they have or haven't done, what they could or could not do, we should hold that for the people that we are talking to as well. That that we are all sinners. That we all need God's grace. And that you know what? At the end of the day, let's respect people. Let's draw them towards the truth. Let's not compromise the truth with our compassion, because that's not true love. Um, but let's also acknowledge that. Um, truth without compassion is likely going to be ineffective and likely isn't going to get us to our goal of changing hearts and minds and changing behavior. Because if we don't care about the behavior of others, or if we're not invested in changing it, then we shouldn't be complaining about it. At the end of the day, if we're not going to do anything to try to change people's behavior, then um, you know what? It's probably air that could be better spent um, rather than complaining about what's happening if we're not going to do anything to change it. And so that, that's just a quick reaction video um, because I know there's a ton of them out there already. This is coming out on a Tuesday. Check out the Thursday episode. The Thursday episode this week is going to be apologetics. I've already recorded it on how to talk to pro-lifers, how to give them the tools that they need to become more effective um, and more compelling ambassadors for preborn children as well. So thanks a ton for tuning in. Ben Shapiro, you're the man. I appreciate the shirt. Appreciate the shout out. Um, and Tom McDonald, I appreciate the work that you're doing. Each of you, please know that catharsis is good. Listen to this in your headphones, but try not to take this approach and try not to offend people based on the delivery of your message. Allow the message itself to be jarring, to be different than what people are used to, but not something that they're going to reject wholeheartedly and they're not going to engage with. Thanks a ton. May God bless you abundantly wherever you're at, however many hours are left in your day. Hey guys, you're listening to the Pro Life Guys podcast. They're talking about the right things in the right way.